Hello and welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I am your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Here we will cultivate the skills of thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies to explore and expand the most incredible relationship you will ever have with the most important person you will ever meet. And that person is you. Hello and welcome and welcome back. So we are setting goals and crushing them, right? New year, new you, (laughs) all the things. What is this? Like second week of the year and I don't know about you all, but the new year, new you thing is funny to me because I have to recommit daily to a lot of things, right? To living this life, living a life on purpose. New year, new you, new day, every day. Same me, just trying a little harder, trying to do a little better. How many of you have already given up on a goal? right? Sheesh. I know how it goes and I know how it feels. So let's get right back to it with new resources and knowledge that will enhance your goal setting strategies and also set you up for success. So let the blame go. Let's just begin again. Okay. And for those of you that are sticking with your set goals or what you have already created for yourself, well, then this is going to be even more beneficial for you. Okay, we're here talking about creating sustainable results, shifting to a marathon mindset that will yield amazing outcomes for you. Okay, so we're not talking about, you know, just like eating lettuce for three days or wearing the waist trainer for two weeks. I'm not interested in that. Those things are easy to do. They're easy to sell, but that's not what we're doing here. We're talking about sustainable, long-term results, okay? And so last week we started, we discussed rather setting SMART goals, incredibly beneficial, and we identified what it is that you want. Hopefully you're working, doing that work, identifying what it is you'd like to create. And at the tail end, I kind of briefly skimmed over the why component, right? So we have our SMART goals, which you can Google those. There's a whole lot of information about that. But I like to always include in the why. Why do you want it? All right, we do a lot of this in coaching. And this is the valuable value in creating goals is finding out and diving into the why. We're going to expand on that today because the why is the glue. The why is the juice. The why is the key ingredient in the special sauce of developing and crushing our goals. Creating our vision for life, seeing it to come to fruition, right? The why. Did you know that 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February? There are many reasons for this. And one of my leading arguments would be that We just don't stress enough the reason why we set them in the first place. Identifying the why sets us up for the long game. It creates sustainable success. And there are layers to the why, which we will also explore. Let me give you a personal example. 
Okay, so um, I was a smoker, a cigarette smoker. I had a cigarette smoking addiction. I started smoking around mm, 12-ish, okay? And I didn't just, like, I wasn't one of these kids that just, like, smoked when I was drinking or hanging out or being social. No, I smoked every day regularly. Like, I was, let me not use labels, but I would start early in the morning. I had to have my cigarettes throughout the day, right? Anyway, I made some really wild decisions based on this addiction. Probably almost risked getting out of my, kicked out of my high school. I was really creative on my smoke breaks. And it was the 90s, right? So it was like people, we knew smoking wasn't good for you, but it wasn't allowed. It's not like people smoked in schools or around schools then or anything like that. So there were rules. Anyway, addiction is a very real thing. I have very healthy respect for it, and I am not negating the physical component of addiction, especially chemical addictions, right? And so I've always had a compassion for people experiencing addiction, I think because I did start so young and understood that element of it, and it's very difficult to navigate. So we could probably have an entire podcast series on, of course, addiction and the ability to navigate it. And we're not going to get into that now. However, it is possible to overcome. There's so much science to support this as well. But for right now, we're just going to stick to the topic of hand, and I'm just going to share with you. Um, so I tried to quit a few times. Tried to quit a few times. I wasn't really overly concerned about it, though, to be honest, at the time. You know, I mean, as I got into, like, my later teens, I thought I was so cool. I'd lay by the pool smoking my cigarettes with my with my diet coke in hands my tanning oil someone referred to diet coke the other day as a dc and i like almost fell over i was crying he referred to the diet coke as a dc it was hysterical (laughs) so i was at the pool with my dc my tanning oil my marble reds and then i you know progressed to my menthols and i smoked cools whatever at a certain point was on sale the cheapest menthol cigarette anyway i knew it wasn't healthy right uh but it was way more comfortable than the idea of quitting so i just continued smoking and at a certain point even when i started to go to the gym in my early 20s late teens early 20s i would i would still smoke before or after it was just it didn't really make sense However, I digress. So fast forward, and my sister is having her first baby, right? So now I've been smoking for 16 years at this point, and my first biological niece is about to be born. And my sister, in her infinite wisdom, says, if you're going to want to spend time with your new niece, you're going to have to quit smoking. You know that, right? And I was like completely caught off guard, right? And she said, yeah, you know, you're not going to be able to babysit. Just leave for a few minutes and go smoke or whatever. And so I was presented with this challenge of quitting smoking. Now, more evidence of how influential our thoughts are on our actions, right? And for the reasons at hand and for whatever reason, for me, this was big enough. This was big enough for me to begin to change my thoughts around it. And so I changed my thoughts and I was determined to quit. And that became my why. You see, this was my why. It was 
always in the back of my mind that I probably should quit or tried to quit. But this why was strong for me. This was big for me. And it's always our thoughts, right? And my thought was, well, I have to. And I no longer have an option. And so I quit. I quit cold turkey. I gained over 40 pounds. I was like massively depressed, which at the time I didn't realize. This is all very normal, by the way, because when you have a chemical dependency on something and when you're withdrawing, you have all these reactions that we know a lot more about now, right? Um, And if you don't and you need assistance with finding out that information or finding a resource, I'd be happy to help you with that. Please reach out. But there's so much going on in addition to just the actual action of a behavior that becomes an addiction, right? So, I, But I didn't know any of this at this time. And I didn't know that it was normal that I was experiencing it. So, of course, all the more reason to keep it to myself. But I went into like a deep downward spiral dive. But I was prioritizing that quitting of smoking because my why was so strong. I was fun. I was like, well, I'm gaining weight. This is going to happen. And I just didn't understand a lot of it. But my thoughts around the why were so solid that it had to happen. And then of course my niece was born and that even reinforced it even more. And so I stayed steady the course. You see how that why works? Influencing my thoughts, influencing my actions. 16 years later, I can tell you with 100% confidence that I will never smoke again. It's just not even anywhere in my identity any longer. I learned from it. I respect it. I can appreciate that it's a very difficult thing to do without. And there are still times when I see someone smoking a cigarette and in my mind, I'm like, wow, that's probably nice, right? But my identity is so far from that person now. I wouldn't even like consider it. And people say, oh, never say never. What a ridiculous phrase. We have so many ridiculous phrases in the English language. Like, why not? No, I can say that with confidence. And anyway, so similarly, this happened to me with my weight fluctuations. So I'm not perfect. Of course, I still fluctuate from time to time. But at that time, even then, when I gained all that weight and then had to lose it, right? And this was something that happened to me repeatedly through my life. So if you are new to the podcast, I, you know, I was in Weight Watchers when I was nine years old. So this is something that's very familiar to me, weight loss and gain and that whole world, right? So I finally got to the place with my weight also that my why had to be really, I I really had to focus in on the why, right? I finally got to the place with my weight that my why had to be deprived almost from some self-imposed desperation. So when I had to quit smoking, that was like external in a way. Of course, it was still beneficial for me. So it worked out. But for the weight loss and gain, they get really desperate looking at and creating a vision for who I wanted to be, who I wanted to identify as. How do I want to show up for me? Like at a certain point, I mean, I had gained and lost weight quite a few times in my life in pretty significant numbers. 
I'm talking like 30 to 60 pounds significant. And I had to really determine who do I want to show up for now? Sometimes our why requires a little desperation. You see this happen with people all the time. They have a health scare, then they change their whole thought process around it, right? I just couldn't do that to myself anymore. I had to get desperate into why was I going to change my behavior? How was I going to change my thoughts? Why? And for me, it just got to this point. Like, I just couldn't live like that anymore. And then you have to get really clear on your vision. So crystal clear on the vision of who you want to be. How do you want to show up? So decisive in who you are in the world that it creates this clarity. Right? And then sometimes we also need to tap into some desperation, like being desperate in identifying as that new person, being desperate enough to show up for you getting to that space of what it is that you do want now. See, because otherwise our mind defaults to what is our norm, what is safe, what is it used to, what's familiar. It's easier to stay addicted. It's uncomfortable to change. It's hard to stay committed. Motivation is trash. People rely on motivation to stick with goals, to stick with resolutions, and this is why they don't last, because it's garbage. It's fleeting, okay? It's fleeting. Comes and goes. It's really nice out. It's warm out. Spring's coming. Sure, everybody wants to get outside and exercise. Talk to me on December 3rd. Talk to me on January 4th, right? When it's cold and it's dark and the days are short where we live, geographically at least. And so, you know, you have to get underneath. You have to dig a little deeper. You're not always going to want to do the thing. The thing, but when you are clear, and we have to be clear on what you want to create. What is your vision? How do you want to show up? Why? Right? Why is it important to you then acting accordingly? So this takes time and intentionality. Write it out. Do the work. This is the work. This is the expansion. Put up some pictures. Create a vision board for yourself. Remind yourself however often that you can and as often as possible. Because the mind is going to default to what is safe. Why people stay addicted to whatever it is that is their thing alcohol, nicotine, sugar, shopping, right? Other substances, other things, gambling. It's hard when we get into this pattern. That's why people stay in debt. So you've been creating goals around what's important and, and primary for you right now. Maybe your primary goal right now is financial, right? Maybe you're trying to pay down a credit card. Why? Why does it matter? Beyond the underlying stress that we experience by having to pay off debt, right? It's like constant stress. What would you, what would you and could you be capable of without it? Maybe you're looking to save for a house. Maybe you're 
looking to just create some peace of mind. What is it for you? Not just peace of mind, peace of mind. Let me not minimize the value and the beauty in the peace of mind. So what is it that you want? Only you know, right? Maybe you do want to save for a house. And so your first step is paying off the credit cards. Okay, awesome. You have to get so clear, create a vision for yourself, create a vision board, pictures of your home, what you want it to look like, right? How you want to feel when you're there. You have to know deep in your bones what it is for you. Only you know. To create the sustainable success, that marathon mindset, we need to know the why. You need to even maybe get a little desperate around it. You must create a picture, a vision with such clarity that when motivation runs low, which it will, remember it will, you remember why. Why am I even doing this? right? Why? And everyone's reason will differ. Why you may say no to something. Why why you may go without a purchase. Why you may deal with the pain of, you know, removing that addiction. How bad do you want it? And again, if you have substance addiction, that requires a lot of support, additional support, okay? So please reach out and make sure that you have the proper resources in place for something like that. Um, For any of this, for all of these behavior changes, but again, how bad do you want it, right? Because when we, we're talking about going from just behavior modification to like lifestyle, to identity shifts, who are you now in your current the current version of you and what do you like about that and where would you like to update and what would you like to show up as and what would you like to create for yourself who do you want to identify as and how can you show up as that person in our thoughts they influence our actions again like we see it happen all the time people have a health care scare health scare and they make a big change in the way that they care for themselves. Gives them the sense of urgency, the sense of desperation. You don't have to wait for that. You can create it with your thoughts, with your vision, right? Instead of having to wait for something to scare you into it. What is it that you want to see? How do you want to live? How do you want to show up? Get creative. Give yourself some urgency. The importance of you. Going back to our smarkles from last week, this is why giving yourself a measurement of some sort is also beneficial, right? We talked about like the time bound component and we talked about the measurement. It creates this urgency for your brain. It's like the self-imposed stress, so to speak, that we create. So I encourage you to revisit your goals, your resolutions, if you will, if you had those, created those. But most importantly, looking at these goals and how they really support and impact your overall vision, your identity. How do you want to show up 
for you? What does that look like and why? Why is that important for you? Can we do a lot of this work in, in the Level Up Lifestyle program that I offer in steps, right? Because it's about building this foundation, creating this identity, and then working towards it, beginning with that end in mind. And please, don't spend any time getting down on yourself. If you missed a goal or you gave up on a resolution, first of all, you're in good company. And second of all, Buddha, I believe it is, that said, each day is a new opportunity to begin again. What you do today matters most, right? We don't have to wait until next year to start. Your mind doesn't care that it's Sunday or it's Monday or it's the first of the month or it's the first of the year or it's the 12th of the month. It doesn't matter. Remove the blame, the guilt, the criticism, the remove that need to wait until the first, next week, next year, whatever story it is that you're telling yourself in your mind. Take some time with your goals. Identify why they're important to you. The real why. Not some superficial reason. Oh, I want to fit in my jeans. You can buy new jeans. What's really underneath that? What would it really mean for you to attain that goal? And then get a little desperate. Get clear. And get started. Love y'all. Until next time. Be well. Thank you for sharing this time together. If you would like to continue to expand on thought work, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies, connect with me at mary-howard.com. mary-howard.com. Schedule a discovery call. And we will explore how one-to-one coaching will support you in continuing to level up on life, setting and achieving your desired outcomes. Thank you.